0: Trend lines are the easiest and most simplest technical analysis tool there is to use, bar none. I mean, there are other, there are oscillators and uh, momentum indicators also that are pretty easy to read. But I'm not talking about reading. We're talking about tools that you can actually are applying to the graph. Now, what are trend lines? Let's we'll just first talk about trends. In the last, uh, the last school session, right? We talked about following that river, right? The river being the the trend, the sentiment, how the market in, as its entirety is moving. If it's moving down, is it moving up? Is it moving sideways? That river, right, is essentially the trend, right? The trend of the the market. You can do the trend of stocks, the trend of sectors. Everything has a trend price has a trend. So trend lines are lines that follow a trend, quite simply. That's why I said it's the easiest tool to use because it's right in the name. Now, the line is overlaid on the graph, right? The graph that shows the price action of a security, right? A stock, an ETF, uh, any of those things. Now, the trend line connects the highest points on the graph and the lowest points on the graph. I will call them peaks and bottoms. The ascending trend lines. And descending trend lines. So when we say connects to highest peaks. If a graph is going up. Uh, candlestick uh, graph. Not anything else. The lines on a candlestick. right Touch the top. Or the closing. Of the highest bars. And similarly. The. Uh, descending on a downtrending candlestick chart, touch the bottoms. Right, what that does is it creates a essentially a floor and a ceiling to a particular trend. Right, so we'll talk about support and resistance later on, but trend lines essentially create a support and a resistance level, or in layman's terms, a roof and a ceiling. If you throw a ball on the floor, it hits the floor and it goes where? up similarly if you jump up and you hit the top of the ceiling you will come down it's the same thing now trend lines trend lines are validated by how many times it touches a particular part of a graph so if something is trending up and it's really it's going bouncing up coming down bouncing up coming down bouncing up coming down if you have a trend line that's able to touch all of those tops or touch Two or three or more, right? Two or more typically in it indicates a sort of strength. The more times that the the stock price action touches that line, it indicates the strength of the trend line. Now the trend line itself is only an overlay. It has no impact on price action. But the trend line represents emotion, right? We talked about it in the last episode. Emotion drives the stock market. Emotionally is an emotionally charged market where people buy and sell based on what has happened in the past because they're 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 trying to preserve their profits and maximize their profits. So if something is trending up and it hits a point, let's say let's use it you use the numbers zero through ten. Let's say a certain stock, let's say Ford, for example. Let's say Ford hits ten dollars and that was its height and it comes down and it comes down to it comes down to $5. and then it goes up and then it goes up to $11 and comes back down, but instead of coming down to 5 again, it comes down to 6. right? And then it goes up again and it goes up to 12. Now you can draw a trend line going up because you have consistently higher highs and higher lows. So those the points on the that the the rise and the fall, those connect So the next time that Ford goes down, people are going to assume that when it hits the next line down, which would be essentially 7, right? If you draw the bottom line connecting the bottoms, the next number logically would be 7. People are going to assume that when it hits 7, it's going to bounce back up. Now, the price doesn't care what people assume, but people buy and sell based on what they assume. So what do they do? They cover their shorts, and just ignore this terminology for now. They cover their shorts at 7, and buyers buy at 7. So that brings the price back up. Now, what happens when the price gets to 13? Well, the last time the stock rose, it reached 10, came down, reached 11, came down, reached 12. So it's been going up by increments of 1. Again, we're breaking it. We're trying to make it very simple here. There's no way to actually look at that very so concretely on a graph. We're looking very abstract, but we notice that every time it goes up again, it's not been going as low. But every time it's going higher by at least one. So people are gonna assume at 13, they're gonna assume it's gonna go down again. So what do people do? Buyers start to sell the shares they have because they assume it's gonna come down again. And sellers begin to start selling or shorting the stock at 13. So all price action is, is where people have emotion in regards to a particular security right? or enthusiasm. If people think it's going to go up, they buy. If people think it's going to go down, they sell. All trend lines do are connect the most recent or or long-term emotional sticking points of buyers and sellers in the market. So, if you can uh, draw a trend line, you can draw it on a bigger chart or a smaller chart. It doesn't matter. The length doesn't matter. It does behoove you to go from the outside in, like we talked about, the outside in trading strategy, going from a bigger time frame to a smaller time frame. But the idea is you're plotting the emotional points of buyers and sellers. Now, Uh, You connect the closing of the bars, right? You don't want to connect what are called the wicks. The wicks are those little lines that come out of the candlestick or that come out of that that rectangle. It's those lines that extend out of it. Those are extremes. Those are emotional extremes. But the price always comes back down. Again, we'll talk about those specifics later on. Um, You can also go on Investopedia.com and look these things up. Those are the, the textbook definitions. Look up candlestick. It'll talk about candlesticks, their Japanese form of measuring, and the Wix, They'll explain that as well for you. So the education's out there. You don't have to wait for my episodes, but um, everything I'm saying in this, if you don't understand it, just pause it, go to Investopedia, and look it up. It's right there for you. It's a very great website. So the, we don't mark those as screams. The trend lines only go through closes and opens, right? But particularly closes. Now, the longer the trend line, the more points it connects, that is, again, validating the trend line. So the points of validation are how many times it touches the trend line by price action and the length of it, right? How long it is. Now, something breaks below a trend line or above a trend line, what that indicates is that there is a, uh, a change in enthusiasm, right? Now, it doesn't, mean to, it doesn't mean you want to jump on and event, immediately start selling or immediately start buying. That's not what that means. What it is is a signal. It's one signal. And if you remember when we talked about in episode 82, right, in getting started with the stock market, the idea is to line up as many things in our favor as possible. So if we've already gone out three or four time periods and come back and decide, okay, we like this. And now we look at the trend lines and the trend lines work. The idea is, they're combining things to validate your decision to trade. Everything is, you, you don't just decide to trade. You have to trade based on something validating it, right? Giving it purpose. So if something breaks above a trend line, the idea is, you're think uh, the thinking is that it's beginning to speed up, right? The trend is broken to the upside, which means people are more enthusiastic about the stock that they're willing to bid or buy it and allow it to go above the current trend. Similarly, the same thing can happen on the downside. If on the way back down, it breaks through that bottom line or that bottom trend line, which we call we call that bottom trend line, um, we'll call the return line, right? So if it's an uptrend, the top line is a trend line, right? That's the trend is up. And that bottom line is where it returns to before it goes up. So if it breaks through that bottom trend line or the return line, the idea is that sellers are still enthusiastic about about the um, the weakening of the price action for that particular security. So they continue to sell. They don't cover, and buyers decide to start selling as well, or they may decide to start selling. Right? So all that, all that means is if something breaks above or below, you want to think in terms of people must be reacting this way, right? Because, again, the trend lines are only indicators. If price decides to go beyond or below the trend line, that's indicative of people, institutions, deciding on something different. They made a different decision, right? Their enthusiasm has changed. Now you want to wait for a confirmation before you even decide to trade, but that gives you that gives you a signal to start looking at your other indicators to tell you whether or not something is going to continue that action. For instance, if a bank decides to uh, not a bank if the price action of a bank breaks below a trend line and now is now going down, you use other indicators. you can use fundamental analysis. Was there any news recently? about that impacts the bank stocks, or look at you know other indicators like the MACD or the RSI, or you could just look at the volume and see how much speed. Now, this is a pro tip. Volume provides a clue to the strength of a trend line violation. What does that mean? If a trend, if a price action breaks above or below a trend, the volume will tell you how enthusiastic people are as it relates to that violation. So, if it breaks above a trend line and it's now trending faster, if a lot of people aren't there to support it, right, that change in enthusiasm, then it will fail. But if it breaks through and a lot of people join in on the rally or join in on the selling, the volume increases and increases the validity of the move. Now, another pro tip for you you can extend the trend lines. You can extend the trend lines past where that point is. So if the last high is where I have my final connection to the trend line, I can extend that trend line past to try to anticipate where the trend, the uh, price action will go if, and only if the return line holds. So in that example with the Ford, if Ford goes to 10, that comes back to five, goes to 11, comes back to six, if it goes to twelve, or comes back to seven. I may be able to extend that trend line out because the return line has held, and the um, trend continue seems to continue to go up. So if that trend line is extended, I can assume, if my other indicators support my theory, of course, right? We always need to validate that if it bounces off eight, we can assume that it's not going to go to thirteen, right? If that eight on the return line holds, or that bottom trend line holds, we can now assume that it's going to go up to the next trend line, right? The ascending trend line. And this works both on the top side and the downside as well. Now, if a trend line is broken, another pro tip is support becomes resistance, which means the ceiling becomes the floor and vice versa. The floor becomes the ceiling, right? If I'm standing, if I'm on a two room house, and I fall through the bottom of the, the hole through the second floor, and I fall through, what was you previously my floor now is my ceiling, right? If I'm in a two-story house. Similarly, if I jump through the roof, what was my ceiling now supports me as a floor, right? And that's just a general rule across uh, all kinds of securities because price has memory. Now, forming a tran- channel is possible... And for those of us who aren't interested at trading at the extremes, which I think is a skill that you should really try to hone uh, over time and not dabble with it now because that's called gambling, if a channel becomes formed, there is a possibility to trade within the channel so that you can stay away from the extremes. So in that instance, when 4 goes to 10, then comes back to 5, and then to 11, then back to 6, then go up up to 12, and then to 7, that's a channel That means anything in between that allows safer trading because you're not trading near the extremes. If the range of the channel is big enough, say from now 10 to 30, 20 points of a move, that allows you anywhere in between there to take off a sizable amount. You can take off one third of that move and still be 60% away from either extreme. So if you're someone who likes to trade and bite the meat in the middle, which is a popular trading strategy to only take a chunk of profit from the middle and to not risk going and being greedy and going for anything higher or risking anything extra on the back end, that is a very popular trading strategy. That becomes possible if you understand trends, understand trend lines, and can now form a channel And that's just one of the pro tips. And that comes with experience. Now, trend lines can be extremely powerful, but they're also very simple. So I think this is a very good place for us to start our schooling.